Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. afternoon and welcome to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter at Chelsea Messenger and also right here every weekday, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube because we are all over all of those social media platforms. If you search Picks and Parlays, we're really easy to find. Usually the first thing that pops up and we always appreciate your feedback. Uh, it's Wednesday, and we've got plenty to talk about when it comes to football. We've got college football week three. We've got NFL week two. And, of course, we've got our daily Major League Baseball picks with Craig Trapp today. So a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, but first, some NFL injuries just to knock out of the way. Before we get the show started, the Chiefs, their wide receiver Tyreek Hill, now out four to six weeks uh, with a sternoclavicle injury, which I believe is somewhere in this area uh, around his collarbone. But anyways, he's out four to six weeks, uh, a big loss for the Chiefs there. But some good news, their quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, is back at practice today after spraining his ankle this weekend. So good news uh, for their offense in that aspect. Uh, the Chiefs play the Raiders this week. Uh, Patriots' new receiver, Antonio Brown is now being accused of rape. The Patriots say they are investigating the claims, but there's definitely no guarantees that A.B. plays this week versus the Dolphins. That's a situation they'll be monitoring day to day. Chargers tied in Hunter Henry uh, out indefinitely. So um, I believe, <coughs> excuse me. So if you're betting on the Chargers, uh, keep that in mind because he is a big part of their offense, especially uh, with running back Melvin Gordon not in the picture. Brewers MVP candidate Christian Yelich is now out for the season. He uh, fouled a ball off his knee. It looked really painful, and now he's out for the year, which is a huge blow uh, for Milwaukee. He was an MVP candidate. He hit 44 home runs this year, so needless to say, a lot of production in their lineup. Uh, starting off today, <coughs> excuse me, I need some water. Uh, we'll start off today with College Football Week 3 with Sean Higgs. We've got a few games to get to. It's going to be a great show, so stick with us after the break as we delve in to some college football here on Picks and Parlays Radio. This fall, change your grass for the better. 
with Labor Day savings of 10% off Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food at the Home Depot. Scott's feeds your lawn now to build strong, deep roots this winter and lush green grass next spring. Fall's the time to do it, and now's the time to save. Today is the day for doing, with Labor Day savings on Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard. 10% off now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Selection varies by store. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Do you use the blue pill to charge your sex life? Have you been thinking about trying the blue pill? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pill delivers the exact same results for less than $3. We'll do the math for you. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. Want more? We'll give you 40 blue pills or 40 yellow pills for $99 and add four more pills free. You save more than $500. You don't have to be a rocket scientist to know what to do next. You need to call and get your 44 pills for just $99. Stop overpaying for the other blue pills. Call us and start saving a ton of money for the exact same results. Ordering is fast and easy with your pills delivered to your door in a non-marked package. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. 800-223-0992. That's 800-223-0992. Dell semi-annual sale is officially on. You now have the rare chance to get the latest Dell and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors at 17% off, a discount usually reserved just for Dell employees. Shop a wide selection of leading-edge Dell and Alienware monitors and more, all with free shipping. Call 800-BUY-DELL or go to dell.com slash semi-annual sale to enjoy huge limited-time employee savings. That's 800-BUY-DELL. Welcome back to Fix and Parlay's radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Andrew, on this Wednesday afternoon. Uh, we've got Sean Higgs with no blonde wig for the viewers today. <laughs> Which, no. uh, you do look a little more professional, I will say. Uh, and I do <laughs> like the, the pullover. It looks like you're about to run an offense or something, or maybe a defense from the booth. Right? Yeah, it's nice. I like the... Uh... I like the little zip-up pullovers. They're nice. I like I them. I think they I call them shells know. or something. Um, I don't know. But yeah. It's, it's a shirt to me. It's my, this is my fancy shirt. It's covering your body. That's all we need to know, I suppose. All right, so let's get to this week three of college football. I can't believe it's already week three. Uh, it's really flying by. Uh, let's start off with Washington State and Houston. Uh, this is the Friday game. 
the late game, I believe, or the later of all the Friday games. Houston is the they are the dogs in this one. They get nine points. Washington State two and zero this season with big wins over New Mexico State and Northern Colorado, which is an FCS team. So that fifty nine seventeen. Win should have a little asterisk beside it. Same with Houston. Uh, of course, we remember that Oklahoma game where they opened the season with a 49-31 loss. But you know what? They still covered. Uh, and then they played an FCS team in Prairie View last week, 37-17. They did not cover in this one. So let's talk about uh, uh, the spread in this one and opening thoughts. Yeah, well, it's uh, 9 and 74 to half. Not exactly a home game. It is at NRG Stadium, which is four or five miles from the campus. So uh, Houston did take care of Oklahoma here in, I believe, 2016. So, listen, it's essentially a home game from them. It's, they're going to have a good crowd. And I could, I'll say this right now. I guarantee the Cougars are going to win. We could put that in big, bold type somewhere because uh, – <laughs> So don't take Cougars. Houston money line. <laughs> so, listen – I like Houston. As we did the show, and I had them with the points against the Sooners. And listen, Hurts had a monster game. But you know what Sooners do well that Washington doesn't do well here is run the ball. Right. So, again, I'm getting nine points at home. Uh, we've mentioned King, the quarterback, before. The kid had 50 touchdowns last year. I get Mike's leech. He runs a nice offense. But, again, I'm not uh, – really sold on him right now. You've had a couple tune-ups, but now Pac-12 on the road, laying almost double digits. Prove something to me, Pac-12. Please. I don't know if it's I, fair I to this... group them in the Pac-12, because obviously the Pac-12 has not had the best opening weeks in college football. They do have something to prove. I think the question for me is how do how does Houston fare uh, against a pass-heavy offense? Because I, obviously that's what we're going to see with Washington State. They run the air raid. Yeah. They throw the ball a whole lot. Their quarterback already has 884 yards, nine touchdowns, just an interception, and 74 attempts. So they throw the ball a whole lot. So something we can learn from that OU game, uh, Jalen Hurts, he had 332 yards uh, in the air. So it just seems to me that Houston's not going to be able to stop uh, this Washington State offense. So 75, I think, is the total. Uh, that yeah, looks really high. Do you think it hits that? Listen, it should because we saw Houston not stop anybody, and they could put up points themselves. Again, you're looking at Washington State here. They put up 117 points versus Northern Colorado and the Prairie View team. Uh, listen, you're a big school. You should take care of business like that. Houston didn't do that last game. But you know what? Maybe they're focused on, all right, we had a bad loss to the Sooners. We didn't look good. Let's, let's focus on this. We have a big game coming up on deck. We could not really worry about playing our own Prairie View team here. I think the defense is going to be a little better, believe it or not. But I just – a shootout for sure. But if I've got nine points in my back pocket and something that's going to be up and down the field – I'm taking it. I'm taking it here, especially at home, you know. Right, I, I know especially with those garbage-time not... touchdowns. I, I was talking about that yesterday. Is some of those garbage-time touchdowns cover. can really hurt you. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, and it happens in the NFL. It, it always, I mean, college, forget about it. We see it all the time. Uh, Clemson, six seconds left, touchdown in that game. So, again, nine points. That back door is wide, wide open. It's like a double barn door with a guy who has 50 touchdowns under his belt and a, a head coach 
and uh, Hogerson, who loves to move the ball. Right. So for me, and it I'm should be noted that the these two coaches are very familiar with each other. Uh, Dana Hogerson actually played receiver yeah. for for Mike Leach, and yeah, so I mean, Iowa, they know exactly what's Wesleyan? coming. If anybody knows the offense that's coming, you know, it's these two coaches. So it's a matter of if they can stop it. Yeah, one defense is going to have to make a play or two. Somebody's going to have a bad turnover. It's going to cost the game. I mean, listen, I like Houston in the points. I'll probably sprinkle some money line here. The total, again, it's a big number, but, hey, we've, we've seen Houston already go up and down the field with Oklahoma. Uh, why not the same? I mean, I'm not really going to play on a total, but if you you like the over, I can't really talk you out of it with the way, uh, the, or I should say the lack of defensive play from Houston, so. You know, right. for me, though, the point's definitely for sure. And especially since Washington State throws the ball so much, because sometimes you see it yeah. with these teams that are really run heavy, you can really run the clock down, uh, which is not no, good not when running. you're playing it over. Uh, let's move no, on to Kansas State and Mississippi State. K-State, uh, the dogs in this one, plus eight. Uh, total around f- 53. Uh, both teams, 2-0. and oh. Kansas State with convincing wins over Nichols 49-14 and Bowling Green 52 to nothing. Meanwhile, Kansas or uh, Mississippi State, excuse me, uh, Louisiana Lafayette 32 38-28 uh, when they didn't cover in that one and Southern Miss 38-15 win. Uh, initial thoughts on this one and how it might shape up. Well, you know, Bill Snyder's finally gone out of Kansas State here. You got Chris Kleiman comes down from North Dakota State in the FCS where he won three titles in five years. Uh, um, this SEC, how is this team ranked? The, the bias is just ridiculous. I mean, uh, and I, I had a Southern Miss last week, so maybe I'm a little jaded on Mississippi State. I'm not a fan of them. I'll definitely be looking uh, at the underdog in this game. But here you go. You're laying eight at home. I get it. It's K-State. They're not supposed to be good. Listen, K-State under Snyder, these guys were successful, you know. They win eight, nine, ten games. A couple times they've uh, done better than that in bowl games. So now you get a new head coach coming in, a, a winner. This guy does more with less, if you want to say, because he's at a, a smaller college. I really think this is going to be a close game. I mean, eight points, you're getting, what, a little more than a touchdown. I get it. Uh, you got quarterback issues over here at Mississippi State. Um, he hurt his shoulder last game. Uh, uh, what's his name? I wrote his name down. I don't see it. Whatever. He hurt his shoulder. Tommy Stevens, I'm sorry. So if he's not healthy, Woody, you're coming in with a backup here? I don't know. I think it's a little too many points here. Total-wise, I'd probably be looking towards the under if if that's for total players. I didn't even write it down because it's not something I'm looking at. I kind of like Kansas State. We're going to hang, hang close here. Maybe this might be one of those we talk about backdoor covers for the last game, but this is a game where I can see the backdoor being uh, – a good play for us getting these eight points. But I'm, I'm kind of high on K-State. I, I like to see what they're going to do now with the new head coach. And, you know, hopefully he does well. I kind of like them in FCS, so I'm kind of cheering for him here at, at the big level. And, again, Mississippi State's down a little bit. You know, they're going to try to run the ball. We'll see what happens. But uh, the points for me is a way to go here. Another underdog. Right. I see this as a definitely a run-heavy he- game as opposed to the other game we talked about. These are two teams that like to run the football. Yeah. Uh, Kansas State running back James Gilbert had 218 yards rushing and averaging 8.4 yards per carry uh, this season, I believe. And Missis- Mississippi State, something we do need to mention, they beat K-State last year 
at K-State, 31-10. As you mentioned, though, their quarterback, uh, a senior, Tommy Stevens, is questionable. Uh, we don't know if he plays, so that leaves it in the hands of a backup quarterback, which means more pressure on your run game. Uh, Kylan yeah, Hill, their running back, he did run for 211 yards uh, last game against K-State. So uh, expect more running when it comes to Mississippi State. So it's going to be a test for K-State. Yeah, you know, you mentioned uh, Kylan Hill. Okay, that was last year. It's a new year. We'll, we'll see what happens in this game. Uh, 51 and a half, I just pulled up here. Actually, a couple of 52s out there, if you want to look towards the under. In that game, again, it's going to be more of a run-heavy kind of thing with some defense. So, uh, All right, State. sorry, that's our time. <laughs> Good ah. job. Uh, all right, we'll be back after the break with more Picks and Parlays Radio. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it, all of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Do you have a problem hearing the television? Do you need to crank up the volume so loud your family is screaming at you? Then put on your TV ears. TV ears has helped millions of people just like you hear TV loud and clear without cranking up the volume. For about 60 bucks for the 30-day free trial, you can get your own set of TV ears. When you wear TV ears, you can mute the TV volume for private listening or let others watch TV with you. Order in the next 10 minutes and take us up on our 30-day home trial and very special price. TV Ears is a brand hearing professionals have trusted for more than 20 years. And through this special radio offer, you can get your very own for just $60. Just mention promo code RADIO. So put on your TV ears and make everyone happy. 800-984-4207. 800-984-4207. That's 800-984-4207. Attention business owners, now is the perfect time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. We can give you packages with up to 90 great channels and save your business a ton of cash. And if you call right now, you can learn how to get free equipment and free installation. Now you have choices. It's time to start saving money on your cable TV bill for your business. And call today and get 90 channels plus free equipment and free installation. Smart business owners like you 
all across the country are consolidating and saving money on their cable TV, internet, and phone service for their business. So now's the perfect time. This may be a limited time offer to the first 100 people that call right now. So please save money and call now. 800-470-7113. That's 800-470-7113. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me every day on Twitter. Add Chelsea Messenger is my handle. And also check out Picks and Parlays on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, where we stream the show live every weekday. If you search Picks and Parlays, we're really easy to find. Right now, let's get to some MLB action with Craig Trapp. Craig, how you doing today? Exciting. This is a time of week, of course, hump day, that you start building that bankroll for a huge football starting again on Thursday. Right. So if you win some of these games, you can put more money on football games this weekend, I suppose. That's the idea. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's start uh, with the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays won the opening game of the series against the Sox 4-3 last night, snapping a seven-game losing streak for Toronto. Meanwhile, the Red Sox have now lost four in a row. They just fired their general manager, Dave Dombrowski, and something interesting, they're using an opener tonight. Bobby Pointer, uh, a lefty with a 0-0 zero zero record and a 10-5-0 uh, ERA against Wilmer Font of the Blue Jays, 3-4, and 4-3-8. Who's favored in this one, and who do you like? Well, inter- interestingly enough, usually when you have a Red Sox, uh, they're almost always favored, and they are again tonight at minus Opened at minus 155, down to minus 145. That's the unusual thing. Usually the Red Sox go in the opposite directions. But like you said, the Red Sox have not been playing well. The total here on this one opened at 10, now at 10 and a half after uh, the Red Sox, of course, lost last night's opener. Right, and they used six pitchers last night uh, since Eovaldi only went four and a third. I know he's still getting stretched out, so that's not necessarily his fault. Uh, And they even used two starters Brian Johnson and Andrew Kashner in the bullpen last night. That is one uh, good thing about September is you have a lot of pitchers in your bullpen. I think the Red Sox have 17, so they do, they do have a lot of arms. But the question is if they're quality arms and if they can hold off this Blue Jays offense. Uh, last night it was Rowdy Tellez, all-name squad for MLB. Uh, he had a two-run bomb last night. And it seems like the Blue Jays, they had a lot of home runs. In fact, 53% of their runs this season have come off the long ball, which is the highest rate in MLB history. So do you see home runs in this one uh, being a factor? And do you see this Blue Jays offense really uh, excelling against this Red Sox team that's probably going to use several pitchers? Well, you're going to see a lot of of, uh, bullpen action tonight because both of these uh, starters, as we'll put that in quotation marks, because – Hard to consider a guy started when he only goes up an inning or two, which is what we'll see from both starters tonight in quotation marks again. But uh, I do think Toronto uh, does plenty tonight. I think I just think the Red Sox motivation has gone. I mean, it, it's the season's over. Obviously, like you said, Dombrowski gets fired a year after winning a championship. That speaks the volumes on uh, what the ownership and what Boston has done this season. And I think uh, at this point of the year, this is when you have to take underdogs against teams that aren't motivated, like a Red Sox public team. 
Well, and especially since the Blue Jays have a lot of young guys that are really trying to prove their worth when they get the playing time because September is the time when some of these young guys can make a name for themselves. And they're playing for contracts. They're playing to stay in the big leagues. And I think, like you mentioned, motivation can be a factor, but also in baseball, streaks can be a big thing. And the Red Sox seem to be streaking downward. Well, yeah, and then and the favorite. That makes it a big problem. Right, for so the value is an issue. Yeah, Blue Jays at plus 125 is going to be my play tonight. Hopefully, it'll maybe go back the other direction. But I, I would not wait on this one. I'd get on the Blue Jays now before maybe uh, some sharp money continues to come in on Toronto. I think the big key is, you know, the Blue Jays, the last 10 times they've played Boston this year, they're actually 5-5. Five and five, And almost every one, you know, every one of those losses, they were the underdog. So that tells you how much Boston, usually Boston's like plus or, or minus 200. So a little, not quite as good of a, uh, uh, odds tonight on uh, underdog home underdog in Toronto, but I still think Toronto at plus 125 is a, a pretty solid play tonight. All right, let's move on to the Nationals and the Twins. Uh, the Nationals two and a half game lead over the Cubs for that top wild card spot in the National League, and the Twins lead the AL Central uh, five game lead over Cleveland. So they're sitting pretty uh, tonight at Steven Strasburg on the mound for the Nats, 16 and six with a 3.50 ERA. Uh, facing Martin Perez, who's 10 and six with a 4.75 ERA, and he's been a little con inconsistent uh, over the span of the season. But he has had three quality starts in his past five. Uh, the Twins, uh, they have a decent bullpen. I know Michael Pineda has been suspended. He was one of their better starters, so that's a blow. And they do have a lot of injuries. Byron Buxton is out for the season. Max Kepler is nursing a shoulder injury. Marwin Gonzalez is out. Jay Cave is out. So they have a lot of injuries when it comes to their outfield. So that's something of note. Uh, meanwhile, take a look at um, the Nationals' Brian Dozier kind of making his homecoming. Uh, he was a big name for the Twins for seven seasons, as well as Kurt Suzuki was a catcher for the Twins. Uh, so they might have the scouting report when it comes to the Twins. However, it was the Nationals that lost last night. So maybe that scouting report uh, wasn't as good as they thought it was because the Twins won game one of the series 5-0. Uh, so uh, what are you thinking on this one? Well, first of all, the odds opened with uh, Washington, of course, favor with Steven Strasburg on the mound. Uh, minus 142, up to minus 150 right now. Total still open to 10, still at 10. Minnesota, nice winner last night with, of course, their ace, Berrios, on the mound. Uh, a big difference tonight with Martin Perez and uh, obviously a big edge tonight with Steven Strasburg. And he's been very impressive, even though his last four, he's only uh, got one win and one loss. I mean, he's only given up more than three runs in one of those, and that was last time out. So, I mean, he's had a ton of quality starts this year. And really surprising if you look at the number of quality starts that he actually doesn't have more wins. Right. Well, he's a big name for a reason, and you probably see that in the line. Um, any other factors you're looking at when it comes to this game, just uh, other than the pitching matchup? Because obviously, um, that's an obvious one, I suppose, but it's, I don't see Strasburg going seven or eight here. So it's going to be a, a full ball game, I would think. Well, Washington's their big weak point this year, a lot bullpen, probably, I'm um, guessing some of these Strasburg, no decisions, were the bullpen uh, letting him down. And, you know, but Washington's good on the road, 38 and 35 on the year. And surprisingly, Minnesota's one of those rare teams. They have 48 and 24 on the road. They're only 41 and 31 at home. Usually a team has 89 wins. That's reversed. I think Washington tonight, there's still some value there at minus 150 with Steven Strasburg. 
I think hopefully the bullpen doesn't blow up late. I do also think first five innings, uh, you got to lay a little better, more juice. I see it minus 160-ish. Um, I think that's a pretty strong play here with Steven Strasburg and the Washington Nationals getting a bounce back in this interleague matchup. Right, and especially since the Twins are hurting. They have a lot of people uh, on the I.L., as they call it now. It's not the D.L. anymore. So I can see that. Uh, let's move on to the Indians and the Angels. It's Adam Plutko going for the Indians. He's a righty, 6-4 uh, and four with a 4-4-4 four, four, four ERA, if that's enough fours for you. Uh, last time out against the Angels, five and a third, one run. That was on August 3rd. Dylan Peters going for L.A., three and two with a 4-4-5 four, four, ERA. Uh, what's the line on this one and the total? Well, the line opened at uh, minus 135 for the Cleveland Indians and a total of nine. Now we see uh, that Cleveland has moved up to minus 141 and a total of and a half. Kind of surprising here. I actually thought this line might stay about where it was. I thought that was a pretty pretty good line. But at this time of year, the favorites do get a little money um, in that. I do think the total went the wrong direction, and I think there's a little value now getting that nine and a half instead of nine on the total. Why do you think that? <laughs> Well, well, I, I hate playing even numbers because there's nothing worse for me as a better when I, you know, you think you have it in that last inning, you get that meaningless done in a six-three instead of, and then you lose or you get a push instead of a loss. So to me, I think that I love nine and a half. So I always think the unders to play. You know, in general, unders and underdogs. Obviously, you're going to usually make more money in the long term fighting those, and that's when usually if you see a ton of under games in the night, usually the sports books did really well. So if you're on that side, usually you're going to do pretty well. Right. I will say Pluko is a SoCal native. And as I mentioned in his last start against the Angels, he did pretty well. Uh, he played for UCLA and he won a College World Series. Uh, so California, it's, he seems to like it there. Uh, this one is in L.A. or wherever the Angels play. I'm not sure if it's L.A. or Anaheim or because their name's so confusing. <laughs> but Anaheim. They play in Anaheim, but they call themselves Los Angeles Angels. Right. It's too many initials for me. Uh, one <laughs> cautionary note, Dylan Peters is coming off a rough start uh, against Chicago where he gave up four runs in four and a third. But I think Pluko uh, does well here, so I can, I can see the under here. Um, you wouldn't take a team what? straight up. No, I, I think I just. Why well, I, mean, I think Cleveland wins, but I don't like the price here. I think you know it's weird. Pluko, you look at his last one, two, three, six starts, all been on the road. So, guy that's been been pretty good on the road of those six starts, he's two and two. Uh, but the team is actually, I believe, uh, four and two in that strand. So it's kind of weird. Usually, you'd think you'd get some uh, home starts in there, but very uh, good on the road. He's only given up more than uh, two runs in his last five starts one time. So I, I, I think. Uh, I think we're going to see a good outing from him. I think the Indians win. I, I think I think this is a five-three, five-two type game with the Indians win. So I guess if you if you really like the Indians here, you could also lay the run line, gives you a little better value at uh, probably about plus money here, plus one hundred five. But I would play the under nine and a half. I, I think Dylan Peters is not as bad as his numbers suggest, even though you'd have to draw a line through that last one, like you said. But I think he'll be better tonight against the Indians lineup. That well, he can still not, give up some great. runs. Yeah, I mean, I just think, to me, like I said, you, betting unders this time of year, I think, is a good, good, good bet. This time of year, you have a lot more arms in there, so guys can go to the bullpen earlier uh, and not worry about, you know, tiring out the bullpen. Right. Sometimes we have to worry about those September call-ups, though, because you never know what you're going to get from them, especially uh, from the Angels. I will say their numbers probably 
are a little misleading in AAA because they play in Salt Lake, which is somewhere that's not great for pitchers because of the altitude. All right, those wrap up our baseball picks here on Picks and Parlays Radio when we come back after the break. Don't worry, we've got NFL football to talk about. Stick with us after the break on Picks and Parlays Radio. Now's the time to travel and be with the people you care about the most. And at Holiday Inn and Holiday Inn Express, we're helping you be there for less. Save at least 25% at thousands of hotels worldwide if you book by September 24th. You won't want this moment to pass you by. So book today at HolidayInn.com. Terms and conditions apply. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. At Indeed, we believe a resume is a great way to see an overview of a candidate. But you're not hiring a resume. You're hiring a person. That's why Indeed offers tools that help bridge the gap between a candidate and the resume. Like skill tests, which let you actually see a candidate's abilities in action to make sure they're a good fit for the job. See beyond the resume with Indeed. Experience Indeed for yourself today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting at Indeed.com slash promo. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back to Picks and Parlays Radio here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. 
I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me here every day, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern, and also on Twitter. My handle is just my name, at Chelsea Messenger. And check out Picks and Parlays on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. If you search Picks and Parlays, very easy to find. But let's get down to it because it's NFL season. Uh, we're entering week two, and we've got Tony T uh, on with us today to hopefully pick some more winners. Tony T, how you doing out there? I'm doing great out here. Chelsea, really excited for week two now. Now we've got tape on every team. So now the coaching and strategists take to the film to look for some weaknesses they can exploit from their opponents. Right, and try not to overreact uh, to week one with some of these teams, I suppose, because it is just one game. And especially since a lot of these teams uh, didn't play their starters in the preseason, it's going to be hard not to overreact. All right, so yeah. let's start with the Bills and the Giants. The Bills are road favorites in this one. Uh, they're favored by one and a half against the Giants. The Bills coming off that, I don't know what kind of win you would call it against the Jets. It wasn't a pretty win, uh, but they pulled off the win 17-16. Giants coming off a loss to the Cowboys 35-17. Uh, initial thoughts on this one. All right, we got the Bills here favored one and a half. Total sits at 43 and a half. I got to say a good one for the defense because you know, down 16 and nothing, Chelsea. The defense kept the Bills in the game, which allowed for the comeback. Also, you got to credit Josh Allen. You know, he had to fumble the two interceptions. He kept his composure. Bills kept them in the game, and they made that comeback victory. Right, but do you, uh, I mean, if they dig themselves in that hole again, do you see them being able to get out of it yet again for another week against the Giants? Well, you know, that, that getting in that hole will be a learning experience for this team to make sure that they execute better, which they did in that second half. I like the way the rookie running back, Devin Singletary, played uh, in the pass and the run. He's a rookie out of FAU. That's why I'm going to be here on the Bills minus one and a half. And, um, you know, Josh Allen did finish 24-37, 254 yards, made amends for, the, for those early mistakes. And uh, they should be able to move the ball on a Giants defense just that really struggled. Like, they've struggled for many seasons did have this this team from, from New York. Um, you know, that 35-17 loss was ugly. Uh, they surrendered 494 yards to Dallas, 78% completion rate, and also to Chelsea. Be careful asking for Daniel Jones, the quarterback, because when you look at the Giants roster, they don't have much weapons in their passing game. Now they're starting receiver. Sterling Shepard's dealing with a concussion. A backup, Darius Slayton, is also hurt. And Golden Tate's suspended. So uh, I, I think you can keep Manning in there for a while. Right. How much of the Giants lost to the Cowboys, and you mentioned their defense, uh, looking pretty tough. Uh, well, a tough look, not tough, uh, against the Cowboys. How much do you attribute that to the Cowboys having a really good offense? Because the Cowboys offensively are a few steps ahead of the Bills. They are. They are definitely a few steps ahead of the Bills. But I think the Bills' defense is, is a little closer to the Cowboys' defense. Of course, Cowboys is the team I have winning the Super Bowl when we did our preseason uh, rundown. And I, I do, do believe this, the Cowboys are fantastic teams. But again, looking at this Giants club, I just don't like what I see offensively and defensively from this team. And again, you got to credit the Bills. You know, you're down 16 nothing. You don't quit. Your defense keeps you in the game. That means a lot. And I think, the I think they built some momentum off that victory. And it's not a long travel spot. You know, back-to-back -back road games, how you're here in Buffalo and you visit New York, uh, you visit New Jersey in back-to-back -back weeks, that's not too bad. Right. All right, so you're taking the Bills in that one. Definitely going to take the Bills here, minus one and a half. 
All right, let's move on to the Chiefs and the Raiders and a bit of injury notes for the Chiefs. Uh, quarterback Patrick Mahomes back at practice today after spraining his ankle in week one, so he looks good to go. Tyreek Hill is not good to go. He's out four to six weeks with a sternoclavicle injury, so keep that in mind when you're talking about this Chiefs offense. However, they do have a lot, a lot, a lot of weapons uh, on that Chiefs offense, so still probably going to be explosive. They're facing the Raiders, who are coming off a win despite all the A-B chaos. They won 24-16 over the Broncos. Uh, Chiefs, I'd assume, are favored in this one. Uh, what's the line and what's the spread? We have Kansas City here favored by seven, total 52 and a half. I'm going to stay away from the spread. I'm going to go over the total of 52 and a half. I just don't trust this Chiefs defense to protect the lead. You talked about these garbage touchdowns. You know, I was watching the uh, Chiefs and Jaguars, uh, the replay on NFL.com. Of course, uh, they give you the replays and the coaches film for like $100 a year, 30-minute replay, so it's pretty good. So I was watching the game. I didn't like the way the Chiefs played defensively, looking at the coaches film when they had the lead. They were just too passive, just giving too much room for Minshaw to operate, and that's why he gobbled up all those yards against them. So if the Chiefs are up by more than one score, I'm not, I'm not comfortable they're going to be able to hold the lead. So that's why I'm looking to go over the total. They did convert 10 of 14 on third down. I like that by the Chiefs last week in their win against the Jaguars. Let's, let's face it, Chelsea. The Chiefs were the most game-ready team having played starters in the preseason. That's what Andy Reid does. And if you look at his September record, it proves that they do. They play very well in September. 491 yards against a pretty good Jaguars uh, uh, defense. 378 yards passing, 73% completion rate. And uh, again, I thought it was pretty good. Right. I think the knock on the Chiefs is their defense because obviously their offense is explosive and they score a lot of points. But last season we saw them also give up a lot of points. Uh, granted, I thought Gardner Minshew was actually pretty good for the Jags. Uh, but giving up 26 points to the Jags, that, that kind of uh, throws me off a little bit. Yeah, when you watch the coaches film, you'll see what happened. You'll see basically the Chiefs really pretty much played a very passive style of defense, gave up a lot of space for Minshew to operate. It kind of looked like, you know, Washington State playing like northern Colorado where there's like t 10 yards between receiver and secondary. They were just kind of letting the time run off the clock. So, again, that's what I'm worried about here with KC when they get leads is that they don't, they're not very aggressive defensively. They just lean to their offense a little too much. But looking at the Oakland side, you know, Oakland's going to put up some points here, I believe, here because you look at uh, the improvement here from, from Derek Carr. He was, he was, very, he was uh, accurate. And um, you looked here at uh, the way they move the football against the Broncos. Uh, 357 yards altogether, and uh, we look at Carr, 85% completion rate, and the Raiders completing 10 of 14 on third down. And the Broncos were supposed to have a pretty good defense. That's and they have a defensive-minded coach there, you know, right, Vic Fangio. So, yeah, and you you expect that to be better than, of course, everybody down the Raiders. Raiders come in here, but I think the issue there with the, I think here with the Raiders is it's, this is a different quarterback. Now they were facing a statue in Joe Flacco. We talked about Flacco pretty <laughs> statue. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, you know, when you look at Flacco, there were opportunities for Flacco to move out of the pocket, and he didn't. He just stayed in the pocket, and it makes it easy for the defense. Now, a little different here, quarterback here with Mahomes. Mahomes has some mobility. So let's see how the Raiders' defense, defense handles that, knowing that they're going to be facing a, a moving target instead of the sitting one that they did with Joe Flacco. Right, a much younger, uh, more mobile quarterback. So you like the over in that one? I like the over in this game, and, of course, you did mention the – the injury there to Tyreek Hill, but like you talked about, you know, there's a lot of weapons on, on Kansas City. The one thing you worry about mostly with this Chiefs team is the cluster injuries. As long as it's just one, they'll be okay. But when you, if you see a lot more go down, then you got to worry about it because, you know, they got Travis Kelsey there, Sammy Watkins, and Marcus Robinson. 
and company. So one injury, they'll be okay. Oh, yeah, Sammy Watkins. I think he blew up, uh, especially for fantasy owners. I think I remember seeing uh, him get a ton of points in week one. So uh, it looks like Pat Mahomes can kind of spread the ball around. Yeah, he sure can, and uh, he can definitely move, uh, spread the ball around. He's got running backs back there, but you know, it's got to be some excitement there in Las Vegas for the Raiders, right? I mean, they're coming to town. They're not going. Doesn't look like they're going to be a bad team. They could be at least you know eight win team possibly the way they look here if they can keep it up. So there must be some excitement building up in Vegas. I think it does say a lot about the Raiders that they were able to go out and get a win despite all of the noise and the chaos that surrounded them with hard knocks, with Antonio Brown, uh, with their management. So, I mean, if they can still get a win throughout all that, hats off to them. Yeah, and, and week two is always telling because now teams put you under the microscope. They're going to see your weaknesses, and they're going to exploit those. Can, how are the Raiders going to adjust here if they get behind in, in, the first, in the first half? How will those second half adjustments will be? This is where the coaching and strategists take over here from now on. All right, let's move on to the Eagles and the Falcons. The Eagles, man, they survived a tough one against the Redskins, which nobody saw coming. They did win that one, 32-27. Meanwhile, the Falcons, man, they looked bad against the Vikings. 28-12 uh, loss. Dan Quinn uh, looking to be almost on the hot seat after just one game because that Falcons offense that supposedly has so many weapons only scored 12 points. Uh, Matt Ryan's supposed to be this veteran quarterback, uh, prolific. He's led the team uh, to a Super Bowl appearance. And they have Julio Jones, but he only had six catches for 31 yards in their opening game. So you'd think that they'd like to get him more involved. Uh, meanwhile, the Eagles, they looked terrible in the first half, obviously. But they did, uh, to their credit, lead a phenomenal comeback in the second half. So maybe that some of that's rust. Uh, what, do you, uh, what do you see in this one? All right, we got we got the Eagles and Falcons here. We've got we're, we've got the, we're going to play here the, the over over 51 points. Eagles are favored by one in this game. I don't want to I don't want to touch the spread because I'm not sure about this Eagle defense. But let's face it, no one's going to look good playing in Minnesota this year. That Minnesota defense. We go back and look at the numbers from last year. Highest sack percentage by the Vikings at home. That's a diff difficult environment for anyone to go into. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to kind of give a, the Falcons a pass here, but I won't give them a pass in this game if they don't look good, but they do have weapons in their passing game. You know, Eagles, you know, they're also dealing with injuries here. Their starting tackle uh, is, is going to be out, and we did talk about their offense waking up in the second half, posting 25 second-half points in their win against Washington. Uh, they did pile up 436 yards, 313 through the air, three touchdown passes by Wentz. I like that, and I like the fact they're able to move the sticks Finishing 11-17 on third down despite a really bad first half, which, again, some rust it wore off. But here's the thing with, with the Eagles here. Defensively, you allow 380 yards to a Redskin team that's supposed to be down with Case Keenum, 3 of 44 completions, uh, three touchdown passes. They couldn't cover because they gave up that late garbage touchdown. But, again, uh, the Falcons have talent in the receiver position. Devontae Freeman is healthy. You know, Smith is the backup. So I think the, the Falcons, this is going to be a different game altogether here. This is a different opponent they're facing. They're not facing the Vikings on the road. Atlanta's at home. They'll be able to get some points. And I think they'll be chasing the Eagles. I think the Eagles will be up in this one. I think they'll chase them. It'll come down to a one-score game. And I do see this one going over. It surprises me that the Eagles are only one-point favorites in this. I think, again, I think the fact that what bothers a lot of a lot of the betters out there is the, the Eagles' defense giving up that much yardage. To the to the Redskins as well as through the air, and again, you got to remember the Falcons were in Minnesota. No, not too many teams are going to look good in that venue. It's just it's just a difficult place for opponents to play in. 
So I think they're, they're, they look at the fact that the Falcons are back home where they play better. Uh, you're not going to deal with the crowd noise. They have weapons there. And again, the Eagles defense just remember that the issue last year. Remember your Titans going in there and were able to put up points on that Eagles team and beat them. I was going to say we won that game. I know <laughs> they did. That's the problem so, with the Titans. They give you faith when they beat these really good teams and then they'll turn around and lose to a terrible team, which I'm hoping is not the case uh, this week against the Colts because, man, I want to bet the Titans, but my heart says no, that they'll probably let me down. Yep, <laughs> yep. And we like this one here, Atlanta and Philadelphia to go over a total of 51 points. Now getting back to some of the other notes there, talking about your your Tennessee Titans, I was impressed with Tennessee. I, I told you in our pre when we we I think our first show we looked at Tennessee, and I told you I think this would, this is definitely a long shot possibility to win the Super Bowl. Again, when you have a defense like the Titans, right. uh, this awesome. All you need is just a little improvement from the offense. Mark, Marcus Mariota on a contract year. We saw Dak Prescott on a contract year. Always know the contract year, guys. Even in baseball. Oh yeah, they uh, know it. They have it yeah. front and center in their head. Uh, their defense looked really good, and I think nobody talks about their defense for some reason or another, but they were the third-best defense in the entire NFL last season, and we saw it against the Browns. They had several picks. They looked good. So last season they only averaged 19 points per game, and they still won nine games. So the defense is still there. I'm still a little cautious about their offense, though. Um, I think they can they can improve this year. Every team has the right to improve, and of course, the defense re really is rejuvenated. Just give them a little help; they're getting the help, and I think I think it'll be a good season for the Titans. And of course, the Colts, um, you know, having to travel in this spot. No Andrew Luck, but Brissett was uh, he, he did he did show something last week in, in rallying for the uh, overtime. Right, as I like to mention, he was a third round pick from the Patriots, who know their quarterbacks. All right, those are NFL picks. When we get back from the break, a recap of all of our picks on Picks and Parlays Radio. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517, 800 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance Ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 
Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. And we are back here on Picks and Parlays Radio on the Sports Byline and Broadcast Network. I am your host, Chelsea Messenger. You can find me here every day, 1 Pacific, 4 Eastern. And also on Twitter, at Chelsea Messenger is my handle. Check out Picks and Parlays on all the social media platforms as well, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. And we also stream the show live. And also, if there are any games you're wondering about, they're probably on our YouTube page because we archive uh, all of our game previews. So never fear if there's a game that we didn't cover today and you're curious about, just head over to our YouTube page. It's probably there. All right, so let's get to a recap of all of today's picks from today's show, starting with a little college football from Sean Higgs. Uh, Washington State at Houston, taking the dogs in this one. Houston plus nine. K-State at Mississippi State, taking K-State at plus eight. And then our middle segment was baseball with Craig Trapp. Red Sox at Blue Jays taking Toronto at plus 125. Nationals at Twins taking the Nats minus 150 with Steven Strasburg on the mound. Indians at Angels taking the under 9.5 as the total in that one. And then finally, our NFL picks with an exclamation point because we're really excited about it. Uh, Bills at Giants. Taking the road favorites, Bills, at minus one and a half. Chiefs at Raiders, taking the over 52 and a half is the total in that one. Uh, Eagles, Falcons, taking another over at 51. Those are NFL picks. We've got plenty more where that came from. And we're back here tomorrow talking about even more football and even more baseball. If you want to win some money, make sure and tune in 1 Pacific for Eastern on Picks and Parlays Radio. Until then, we'll see you tomorrow on Picks and Parlays. Bet, win, repeat. See you tomorrow. <laughs>